0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of The Overlay, a poker podcast brought to you by Chicago Charitable Games, CCG Poker, and the Chicago Series of Poker, also by Paramount Social Club in beautiful Houston, Texas. I know know how you hate the intro, so I was trying to mix it up a little bit.
1: I like that distribution of love in that intro.
0: Yeah, give a little love to the CCG folks. Speaking of Team CCG, we're going to talk about Vegas and how... That went in the WSOP. Some of you have already known because you've seen us on the Twitterton or other social media websites, but we thought we'd give you the full breakdown. That way you only I only have to tell the story once, even though I've told it a couple times beforehand. But this way we only have to tell those sob stories once or twice, and now it's on a podcast and it's out there forever. And everyone and everyone can listen to it, like Alex Foxen. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure he's going to listen to Or Nick Schulman. Or Nick Schulman. So why don't you lead us off, Brando? Uh we you went to Vegas. Uh your flight yep. got delayed.
1: Yep. Yep. So I'm sitting on the runway like they're telling us we gotta do board, we're gonna have to go to a different plane, some some like thruster thing didn't work. Ah, yeah, par- apparently apparently you need that to land. Nice. And um oh, quick so side were- note. Did you see yeah. that Twitter
0: video where the like the Delta? Or the I did. American I did. It was
1: smooth as butter. Dude, It was
0: nuts. It was they smooth. had like no front wheel.
1: I know. It's crazy. It anyway, funny, because I told your sister, I was like, you know what? I always get scared. Is that like the landing gear is not going to come down? because It's like there's no warning for it. All of a sudden they press the button and it doesn't go down. It's like, and you're like a half a mile from go. the airport you're on right. your way down. Yeah. To be fair, it's kind of comforting hearing that sound that yeah. the, the wheels are coming down. Like, all right, I'm gonna live.
0: Okay, the wheels are down. Best <laughs> worst case scenario, we got we got fucking wheels. To right, land we on. at
1: least got wheels. Yep. So, um, so I'm texting you like this sucks because I'm already pushing it. Like the tournament was about to kick off as I was taking off. Yeah. Now we're referring to off the LS. ten
0: thousand dollar PLO. Yeah. Just called it. PLO Championship?
1: It is. It's the World Championship. It's the PLO World Championship. Yeah.
0: yeah. So the PLO World Championship was supposed to start at 2
1: Um, p.m. And I'm sitting at LAX 45-minute flight at like 152. Right. Like eight minutes before it's kicking off. And now my flight gets delayed and this is terrible. And then Kenny just goes, good news. Good news for you, buddy. WSOP slammed and they're backing it up to three. And I I was like,
0: I also want to go over the fact that the $10,000 PLO World Championship, the championship event for the Potlum in Omaha, so like the premier event for PLO. Now, granted, there are other bigger events, like there's a 50K PLO and there's like a twenty five k
1: high roller. Correct. But
0: this is supposed to be like the $10,000 main event equivalency is the $10,000 PLO championship, right? Like that's like the world champion is from this event uh and even they were like yeah sorry everybody i'm like milling about and i'm looking at my ticket and it says paris purple one two three and i was like that's got to be a good sign i like table one two three and i'm in the eight seat which is like the super nuts because i get to start with the button and the eight seats my favorite seat in a plo tournament i just like i like the eight seats in general um and what you call it uh walking around and there's like a ton of people at the tables and it's like 15 minutes beforehand and I'm starting to get that panicky feeling and I was already a little nervous about the fact that I was playing in a $10,000 tournament which I've never done before and that's a lot yeah. of money so I was a little yep. nervous about it um, I was a little keyed up And I got my bag full of granola bars that I didn't eat and a magazine that I didn't read and four battery chargers in case like the world ended. And there was like an EMP that I needed to have four extra battery chargers for a phone that's never going to fucking work in the zombie apocalypse. But anyways, I had all of that stuff. Plus, I had, you know, like four bottles of water. It was a very heavy book bag. I don't know why I brought it. It was such a disruptive bag that I left it in the hotel room with a note on it to the housekeeping that was like, sorry, I left my shitty bag for you. Hope I treat you better than me. Um, so I'm like looking around and I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is the right spot. And then you get that panic moment where you're like, am I in the right spot? Like, did I misread this? And I was like, no, it's purple Paris 123. And I'm like, it's, it, Then I will say this. Um, I'm going to say one nice thing and one bad thing. One nice thing. The tables were very easily discernible. Like, so easy so find. much better than last year. Like, this is the second year it's been at, well, well not Horseshoe. Horseshoe and Paris because Old Bally's is not Horseshoe. Yep. So now that you've got it in like two separate convention areas, which let's be honest, they need because this place is fucking mobbed, uh, which is awesome. It means poker is pff, busier than it's ever been, I believe. Um, so, like, they need the extra space. So, like, you're—am I in the right hotel? Am I in the right spot? Like, do I have to run all the way across to the other side? But it's really not very far, right, Brando? Like, it's pretty close between Horseshoe and. Paris you just hit,
1: hit a diagonal line, yeah, hit a diagonal line right through the casino. It's, not it's bad Really at all. not that. It's bad. like, but it is. Definitely separate. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, It is definitely you are walking like it's a whole nother area. Yeah, it's yeah, a whole yeah. Other, yeah. Like, but once you get there, you're like, oh, I'm definitely a super right spot. easy. Again, yeah.
0: So I played in. So I'm I'm like I can't find it, and then I finally there the woman's making an announcement. So I do what. My pet peeve, uh, and I'll throw this out there on the podcast. So maybe people will remember this. Like, if I'm in the middle of an announcement, please do not come up to me and ask me a question while I'm literally talking to the entire room. Like, it's never fails, and then I'm like. Uh, So I I waited. I didn't interrupt her. She gets done. And she's like, yes, sir. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, PLO championship? I'm like, that's... uh..." She's like, oh, you didn't listen to the announcement, did I? I was like, fuck, no. It's exactly what I would have said if I was in her shoes. Be like, I just literally said this. And I was like, yeah, could you say it again? Just for me, personally. She's like, yeah, they're going to start at... uh, She's like, we're hoping to start at 3 p.m. She's like, so just come back here at 3, and we should have a better idea of where we're at. And I was like, cool, no problem. So that's when I texted you. And uh, I'm like, $10,000 world championship of pot limit Omaha. Pfft, let's push it back an hour. No big deal. Just no beef. To,
1: to yeah, to my, uh, to my delight.
0: Even the WSOP, the pinnacle of the poker mountain, literally the Mount Everest of poker. This is the most massive, most recognizable uh, poker brand on the planet. And even they can't start tournaments on time. I love it. Makes my job in Paramount and CCG feel so much better that uh, the WSLP 10K events, just like, yeah, we're going to push back an hour. Sorry, everybody. Come back and see us. Now, I will say, come back and see us in an hour.
1: In previous years, I was talking to Vinny out there who's still dealing at Caesars. He was saying in previous years, they always had there are enough tables and not enough dealers he said this year they have enough dealers to fill every table and it's still just not enough
0: they just which they is, have which, is which is
1: yeah. yeah which is like the correct it's like if there's no more tables the WSO key they can't do anything no. else you know what i mean yeah it's like i,
0: w- I will agree with that
1: it's the same thing when you walk into ccg and there's three tables empty but we still have huge lines because there's no dealer right that looks way different than Every, Every table 15, being full, yeah, all the tables
0: are running, and then yeah, it's a wall. Yeah,
1: there's nothing you can do. Yep. But you know, that's still obviously. I mean, obviously, starting an hour, and it ended up being an hour and a half late.
0: It was an hour and 15 minutes. Like, I yeah. went, I rolled back over there at three o'clock and they weren't really saying anything. And then they had to do like the standard thing, which I, I totally understood. And then I eventually got out of the way. I was like kind of lurking about by my table. Well, they're trying to break tables out of the purple section so that they can start the PLO tournament. So she literally had to say like two or three times on the announcement, she was like, or over the PA system, she's like, PLO players, please exit the tournament area so we can actually get the tables broken Figure down, out. let yeah. the players move to their new spots and get you guys started. Like they didn't have chips. They didn't have anything. Like obviously all that stuff is already pre-done, but like, yeah, I was just like, oh yeah. I'm like, I went all the way over to the side, just like chilled, And I was like, I'll just wait. And then, you know, it was fine. So we didn't end up starting to like 3:20, which is good for you because you had a, how long delay was your flight delay?
1: About, I would say hour. it was it was about 40 minutes yeah, delay. Perfect. So like you but actually got in, a jump start. Yeah, I got a, I got a 20 minute bonus. Yeah. And it was one of those flights where it was like posted an hour but it was really just like 30 minutes. Yeah. But, you know, there's flight you know, landing patterns and stuff yeah, like that. You we're, wait by the time around. we got to the by the time we got up to our cruising altitude we were going right back down again. And I think since we had a 45 minute delay, we just like shot right in there and just got in. So Yeah, you almost it go to the didn't front even line. End it. It didn't even end up being 40 minutes, like, because they shaved so off say, 20 minutes.
0: I will say this on um, my flight home from Vegas, I flew home on Friday night Ooh. and, uh, like, an eight o'clock or no, six o'clock uh, Vegas time. Anyways, it's supposed to be a 320 flight. It's three hours and 20 minutes on the way there. And then on the way back, they're like, oh, it's only like 250, which I guess yeah. is like the jet stream bonus yep. or whatever. I was like, cool, yep. whatever. We down, we're got we downwind or headwind or some kind of wind that helps us. Down. Um, right, downwind. And uh, well, we end up getting in there like even faster than normal, we get done in like 220, 225. We're landing. Guy's like, we're already landing. I was like, holy shit, this is way early. Well,
1: yeah, do you, do so then we land, land the and back. they're
0: like... We're going to have, uh, we appreciate, we're so excited that we got here early. However, the gate will not be open for another 20 minutes, so we're going to have to wait until we get in, which is fine. Like, you're still just sitting there. You're, it's like the earliest possible moment, but I was like, what an opposite experience between you and I. Your flight is delayed. You have to get off, get on a new plane. I get my plane there super Chewy. fast. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, we now we have to wait because we have nowhere to go." And
1: I was like, yeah. "So we flew home Southwest, and we flew into O'Hare because that's where my car was." But same thing, we got in late. They're like, "Good news is is um we landed forty minutes early. Bad news is is our gate's not going to be available for twenty five more minutes." Yep. And then they had to like turn on the AC, and it was all hot, and they wanted us to mm-hmm. close the windows and wait. And it ended up being like almost an hour, Ooh. so kind of. It kind of sucks sucks. Yeah. But anyways, back to the action. All right. So, so I'll you, start. I'll start. Yeah, because you, I actually, you, got a two, you got a two hour head start on me. Yeah. So I actually got, I, to, I showed up at the break.
0: Yeah. So now I did, uh, Ken tip number one of the 54th WSOP, the best times to hit up the lines at the registration in Paris. Uh, cause you can only register for tournaments at the Paris cage. um, you do alternates and like reentries in Bal- or in uh, horseshoe, but you have to. I think the main cage is where you buy everything at Paris. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure in that, but I'm pretty That's sure. Correct. So I had flown in Tuesday night, got in late, basically just fell asleep, woke up at like five a.m. Um, and I was like, "Bucket, I'm going to go down there and buy into the tournament right then and there." So like, if you go and they're open twenty four hours, um, so if you go down there at like five a.m. to six, like it's there's nobody there. There were more cage uh, workers, more people in the cage than uh, than than in line. It was literally just me. It was awesome. So I signed up early, went back, took a little nap, uh, got in there. There was a delay. Sit down at the table, get my sixty can chips. Super excited. And I will say this: um, PLO tournaments. Normally, when I play you and I in general, I would say you know they're like in the six hundred thousand, maybe twenty five hundred dollar range. Is kind of like. 25 would be in the top end. Like if it's a thousand to 1200, like I'm perfectly comfortable at that number. Um, I'm not nervous at all about the dollar amount, but obviously 10 K, like I was nervous about it. Like I had like buyer's remorse immediately. And I was like, should I be, should I have done this? Well, it's too fucking late now. Like we're already in this. So we're going to see what happens. Um, But typically I would say it like the circuit events where they're like $600 events or $1,000 events. Um, there's a lot of later entries, meaning people don't play the early levels. Like a lot of people don't play early. Would you agree with that?
1: Yes. There's also re entries and all of those too, which matters. Correct.
0: Yep. That's I guess why that's a lot true. of people
1: are buying in later because they're re entering. They but rip yeah, it a but couple in general, times. yeah, but in general, you get a far like, back ended like, like, registration. I had gone
0: into it kind of expecting to be to have to change my play according to like, that we're going to have like five players at the table. But when we started the first orbit, um, I would say by the third hand out, we had all eight players at the table minus one. And that was a player who had registered and was being blinded off. Um, So technically he, he was there and being blinded out, um, but obviously not contributing to any of the action. Uh, But yeah, everybody was there at my table. Who did I have there? Brando, Alex Foxen.
1: Alex Fox in the three seat and uh, Will Jaffe in the
0: two. In the four seat, he was next to him in on the other four, side. Yeah, four okay. seat.
1: Yeah, uh, those were the two big, 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 big names. Big
0: names. I didn't recognize either of them. Brandon had to tell me who they were. Uh, they were sweethearts. They were very. To be
1: fair, you did you did come at me on break and was like, yeah, like I can tell, like the three seat and four seat are like good. Mm-hmm. Like you 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 sniffed it. I out. I pegged them right like, away. Oh, they, oh you're, I knew. Like they seem like comfortable talking to everybody yep. like well meanwhile you're like i'm shitting my pants here and trying not to bluff off my stack at <laughs> the first level of 10k
0: and i will say like i kind of eased into it like i was just it was nice to start out uh i think the blind started 100 200 with a 200 big blind aid. yeah i think that's right i think it was 122 um so you kind of smooth in i had Obviously, I started with the button, so that was nice. I got a whole free orbit of hands to kind of work my way into it. Uh, felt good. like I was just kind of, hey, I'm here, I'm looking around, I'm noticing about, I don't know, $80,000 worth of watches at my table. I was like, well, this is maybe a little out of my league, but that's cool. Everybody was having fun. You could instantly tell, um, I would say within the first 15 or 20 minutes, kind of who was direct players and who were like pro pro players or at least that kind of like you know who i needed to stay stay aware of and be careful of and like who i could exploit uh, and would definitely be calling me down with a straight on a flush and a paired board kind of thing you know yep also full well knowing that i can't bluff a flush or a full house against a flop straight because that dummy's probably going to call me anyway. so like you got to take it both ways both right ways. <laughs> um <so> it's weird <laughs> taking it both ways um But yeah, I mean, I won my first hand about maybe three or four or five hands in, like right before the big blind. Uh, I kind of got checked the whole way down. Um, I think I had opened like a small, you know, standard two and a half X or something, two X. Um, It was nice to win my first hand. Uh, It was like the first hand I played. I opened uh, for like maybe 500 on one, two. And then uh, it checked the whole way down to the river where I, I was like first to act. I think I acted first. And uh like bet the pot and everybody folded. I was like, Oh, sweet. Won my first hand. I'm undefeated at the PLO world championships so far And I didn't have anything. I had a five, just a five.
1: <laughs> I had a five. Uh, see, now you can say, now you can revert back to when I won it all in my first hand at the 2021 main event, which was my first 10 K ever, and you said you eased into it remember i won. i knocked that guy that short stack out with jack ten on oh, my yeah. first hand i got like just jumped right into the deep end like all right we're playing a 10k oh i just stacked somebody nice like like you got to ease into it a little i got bit. to ease play, into play it and feel good about it and it was nice like the river and... i
0: started just accumulating chips right away i just i was at you know like 63 64 and then it was like 70 and then i was at like 80 and then i was at like you know just shy of 100 and then i made another really big pot size bluff on the river. Um, I was looking for... I think I flopped a straight. I was pretty sure he turned a bigger straight Like I flopped the nut straight, but it was like a low end, and then like a jack came out, so it gave it like a bigger straight out there. So he had like queen nine for his straight, queen high straight. So like my ten high straight. Um, Mm -hmm. So I knew I was kind of fucked in there. Uh, But it also made a heart on the turn, which I knew he was afraid of hearts. And then the heart came in the river, and he checked and made this big like like noise, and I was like, "Uh, I think he's very fucking scared of hearts. And I was like. I rip it 25 K and he folded that felt really good. And that was right before the epic downfall of Ken's pot limit Omaha championship. So I was, I was on top of the world there. I had like 125 K I'm thinking big thoughts here. I'm Googling uh, Daytona Rolexes. I'm already spending this million (laughs) dollar prize pool for first place. I think it was like 1.3. I'm like looking at timeshares in Honolulu. I was having a blast, you know, um, I guess I'm just going to tell my whole story. Yeah,
1: just well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you go ahead. We're already We've, there. Um, our stories are very different. Yeah. So. so
0: that was the peak. I felt like I had a really so you good. You
1: did double up your stack. You doubled up your stack. Yeah. And I mean, I did do it in one second break.
0: Yeah. This, this is, is second break. This is like level. I think this is going into like level five. Which so, yeah, would be so you did break. two hour, two one hour levels, and then a break, fifteen minutes. Two one hour levels, 15 minute break. So now we're into level five, uh, which is probably one, two, one, three, two, three.
1: I think it's like three, five. I think. Three, five. Yeah, I think it's three, five.
0: Then what did it go to after 300, 500? Three, six. And then
1: four, eight. I don't think I made it that far. I made it to (laughs) 612. <laughs> Which would be the second last level of the day? Yeah, because yeah, then it went four okay. eight. Nine, oh yeah, all nine, right. So anyways, five, one then six twelve. Yeah,
0: it doesn't really matter. I thought it was closer to him. but then so I got my hundred and thirty k. I had like one hundred twenty eight thousand and change. I think I tweeted that out. I was very excited about it. I was texting Brando, who was down to like on the flip side. You were down to like maybe twelve k.
1: Snap got my random sixty down to. Down to 15, yeah. And I, like, made oh, fun we'll of Brandon in
0: only a way that two poker players can. I was like, haha, I have 100K more chips than you do. Oh, you
1: had 136, and I had 36 in There you point. go. But yeah, um,
0: that was it. So I guess yeah, I had a little... Just 100K more. <laughs> just 100K more, Brando. Uh, it's not like I was going to give you, like, any kind of, like, pity sympathy of, like, just keep grinding. No, I just made fun yeah, of Yeah, no. So then, a little bit longer later, little old Kenny gets... Kings, six, seven, double suited. King something of of hearts and king something of diamonds, whatever it is. Um, I open, uh, I think, I'm trying to remember, I think I was either near the button or I was maybe like two from the cutoff or something. Uh, so I I, I was the ultimate the last action, which I think I told the story wrong originally, but I do remember I acted last in the hand. Um, I open. I get like three or four callers. The flop comes king, seven, queen, right? Yep. King, seven, queen. So I flop top set. It's a banana flop, which is Ken for rainbow. No suits, which is nice. Um, I'm last to act. Everybody checks back to me i'm the original better of the hand uh so i bet like a decent size amount like maybe quarter pot or something it's a pretty big pot at this point right because i mean blinds are three six probably so i must have opened up to like maybe i don't know 1500
1: dollars 6k out there So i think i bet i I I might
0: have bet half yeah i think it was like 7k in the pot and i bet like 2500 so a little bit more than a third um i get two callers Alex Foxen being one of them, and my nemesis being the third. Um, Turn is a queen, which when you've got pocket kings, feeling pretty good. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, and and it's diamonds. And then I was like, oh, wait, Ken, you don't need to worry about a flush because you already have a full house. So that was stupid. I remember thinking that. So I'm hoping maybe Alex or the other guy got a read off of me for being like dumbfounded by the fact that... diamond hit and I had a diamond draw but it didn't matter because I'd already boated up and it was the nut boat. Uh, so Alex Foxen checks uh random guy from Charleston, South Carolina who was very nice but you know kind of the they could not have been at opposite ends of the spectrum. spectrum. Alex Foxen is like super aggressive um, plays very well. Everything he's rolled over has been very good hands. Uh nobody's been able to catch him on a big pot where he wasn't dominating the, the other guy. Like super pro s- stay away from scary big giant guy. And I don't know if you know who if you've ever seen Alex Foxen. Google <laughs> I him. mean
1: most players should there know you go. He's got
0: Alex. like thirty million dollars in tournament winners. He's got like three bracelets. I don't know. He's he's apparently a big deal. Um he's also a, a huge human being. He's like yeah, he's, six yeah, five he's large He's huge, like three hundred pounds, but like he looks like an NFL linebacker. Like
1: he, Yeah, he's, he's like a brick. Just, like, he's just huge. Broad shoulders. He's yeah. A big
0: beefy man of he man proportions. And then you got the Charleston kind of uh, guy next to me. So anyways, uh they check check. I bet out again. Again, I don't really I'm not worried about anything. I've got Obviously. King's Full. So uh let's see. At You're this point now there's money. about fourteen in the pot. I think I bet maybe five K. Uh, they both call. Oh, no. Alex folds. the Charleston guy, calls. Sweet. Uh, River comes a seven. So now the board reads king, seven, queen, queen, seven. Two queens, two sevens, and a king. I've got the nutful house. King's full. Obviously, I wouldn't tell the story unless there's something weird that's going to happen. And the weird thing that's going to happen is Charleston, my friend, uh, all I'm worried about are queens and sevens. Right, Brando? Right. Which are what are really the odds of that happening? The way the hand played out, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it just
1: sucks that, like, both of your lower sets, like, be, you know, like, beat if you now. set over set somebody, yep. you lost. I just lost
0: to both. Yeah.
1: Which, thankfully, but Alex didn't have
0: queens. Against, yeah. Um, he folded. Uh, so the Rivers is seven. He bets out 6,000 into me. Uh, I'm, I don't even hesitate very long. I just rip. Rip him all in. I mean, I. I didn't rip them all in. Uh, I raised it to like twenty six thousand. Because again, what am I worried about? Like, I'm not worried about queens or sevens here. I maybe I should have thought about it for a second, but I didn't. I just made it twenty six. Well, then he only had like fifty four all day, so yeah. he goes all in for fifty four, and he did Hollywood for a minute. Um, which, I, in all honesty, even if I thought he had quads, I still have to call because it's only like. And it's not enough for me to fold. Like, I yeah, can't like fold. And I've got 130,000 in chips to start the hand. Yeah. Like, I'm not folding. You got it. You got it. Like, it's a Manoli move. I'm just yelling, you got it. You got it. I don't care. Like, I just lose. It's a cooler. I'm cold now. And and, and that's <laughs> I'm it.
1: cold now. <laughs> that's
0: it. Game over. I mean, it's not game over. I have big chips. Um, And I literally thought to myself before he he turned over his hand, I'm like, I, I only lose to queens or sevens. And I'm like, oh, remember that Maria Ho quote? You build big chip stacks so you can lose big pots and still be in the tournament. And I was like, well, this is what I'm doing. I'm giving back all of that profit and a little bit more. It is what it is. And, of course, sure enough, I I raise him. He goes all in. I snap call. Like, I'm not even going to think about it. I call. I just chucking a chip. And sure enough, he rolls over. um, Queen, seven, seven, like four. Yeah. So he flopped under. He flopped bottom set. Turned a boat. Queen's full of seven, So he probably was thinking he right, had me. He
1: turned his good boat. Yeah. He turned
0: a good boat and then rivered quads. So I mean, Man. it is it's what it ridiculous. is. Like I just, I just lose there. Maybe Alex Foxen had the other queen. That's probably <laughs> what it was. Maybe he had king queen. It was miserable. yeah. Well,
1: that's the problem. Is like you can still be king queen. He's probably doing that. So.
0: Well, then I, I mean, and you and I talked about it. I ended up like ripping apart that whole hand for so long. I'm like, do I just call in the river there? Do I need to raise? Because like, in all honesty, is there anybody who's going to call me th- unless they beat me? Is there like just king, queen call there? Like I bet it the whole way. He bets 6,000 into me on the river. I make well, it 25. he
1: probably calls. I don't he know. He just calls 25. Right. But
0: is there a benefit to it, me raising that 25,000? That twenty thousand dollar raise on the river to being maybe you
1: should be right ra- I don't know like maybe you should be raising enough to where if he jams you can just like you just raise fold and again I guess if like, my plan different- is to hey, raise fold like, then I yeah should just- then you got to raise like fifteen k then you're at that point you're squeezing nine more k out of them. you might as well just fucking call
0: right. Yeah, I don't know if I misplayed that one. So if anybody's out there and listening to the show and wants to give me a critique on my play, I promise I will not be mad. You can be like you're a fucking moron. I won't be mad. It's fine. Um I especially mean, over the internet cuz there's that 0% <laughs> punch in the face factor. Um, yeah. I call it the Mike Tyson factor. He, he always tells people that it'd be that less p- people saying stuff on the internet if If they could get, because there's no chance they could get punched in the face. (laughs) Do you like my Mike Mike Tyson? It's pretty good, right? Pretty good. Please, Mike Tyson, if you're listening, my name is Brandon. I live in Indiana. You can come come find me anywhere. I am not the handsome looking one with great hair. Don't punch me. Or I'm Ryan. Yeah, that's it. This is really Ryan. (laughs) I have no hair and I look like a lumberjack from Canada. Punch him in the face. Anyways.
1: Twice. Twice. So it
0: was nice. I will say, between you and Ryan, you're my two people that I will ever text during a tournament, and both of you gave me, like, a lot of uh, good advice because that was, like, kind of a crushing hand for me. I was I went from thinking I'm going to have a quarter of a million in chips here to, like, I, I'm down to, like, a, a 90 again. A,
1: a, a fucking Brando stack. Yeah, less yeah. than not even a Brando stack. But...
0: And again, it really wasn't that bad. Like, he only started the hand with, like, you know, it wasn't that. I mean, I still had almost a hundred thousand after the end of that hand. So it really wasn't that bad. Uh, it my, just
1: felt worse than it was. It probably. just, it felt
0: worse than it was because it was such a cooler hand. And then like uh, a few hands later, I get uh, like Jack 10, nine, eight flop the nut straight, bet it the whole way. I'm not going to be reserved this time. I'm just jamming pot every time. And uh, Will Jaffe and Alex Foxen are both in that hand. Again, uh, the river finally comes out of heart. He bets backdoor hearts, backdoor hearts, and uh, I, I obviously lose that hand again. He's got nut hearts, although when he did roll over his hand, we got to see him. He did have uh, he did turn two pairs, so he turned two pairs, shitty bottom two pair, and um, and a nut flush, so it is what it is. He might have had a gut shot in there as well. I didn't really pay that much attention, I just knew I couldn't beat hearts, and I was devastated again. And then I was down to yeah. like just shy of 60 which i remember thinking wow it's the first time i've ever been below the starting stack because i literally the first hand i played i won so i've never been below starting stack so that was kind of a thing and then um literally four or five hands after that one so this all happened within like 15 or 20 minutes yeah
1: i know it was a nice devastating a, just a string of just lost a 230k pot yep. and like four minutes later it was like lost another big one yep like, and, okay. then, and
0: then i'll tell you the third final one and it wasn't the final one but it did kind of put the nail in the coffin where i was like i was kind of downtrodden at that point i had queens double suited flop uh, one of them being spades the flop was ace of spades five ten or something nah, i don't even know what the fuck it was uh, but it was all spades and uh, i have queen high spades uh at that point i'm not good enough to fold second nut flush in a tournament. I'm just going to play it out. And it's obviously against Alex Foxen, which was nice. Um, And he bet it. I checked and he bet the whole way. And and he bet kind of small to start and was probably leading me on. And I was hoping he just had the king blocker because obviously he would be willing to to make that play, uh, especially since he gave me a fucking table knock on the quads. Like, whoa, that sucked. And then he beat me on the river on the flop straight. And he's like, that's another cooler. So like he was caught. Con- I felt like we were buddies, like we were brothers in arms. And even though he had taken all my fucking money, <laughs> he was, money, consoling you. He, he, was consol- he was consoling me. He was doing what Vinny says. Uh, Vinny, if you're listening, you got to entertain the fish. Apparently he thought I was the fish and he needed to entertain me and make sure I come back next year. Cause I, by, you know, I probably will now because I had such a good time playing with Alex. We're buddies now. Uh, I think he follows me on Twitter and he doesn't. And, um, he bet it the whole way, then finally on the river, he made like a twenty five K bet, which I ended up calling, which was like half of my stack, and punted it off, hoping that he just had the King High, the King of Spades, and was just blocking me dumb I enough mean, to fold, but I'm not
1: probably really. how he would play the King of Spades though, yep. right?
0: I had a 50-50 chance. I, I didn't win though.
1: It and then I went card dead for, and,
0: for three yeah. more hours. Made it to like level eight, but this never got anything going. And then finally fell in love with like a King Queen nine ten double suited. And I was just like, meh, this is it. <laughs> and I shouldn't do that. And I did. I felt like I was mentally beaten up at that point. I just couldn't get anything going. And anytime I was like, uh, eh, maybe I could play this one, nah, be smart, fold it. And and then I'd flop top. Set. Connect. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like but I mean, really, for the most part, for a solid three hours, everybody goes through this point in a tournament where you just you know, you get card dead. I literally did not open a single hand. The only time I saw a flop is if it got checked and I was the big blind. I didn't even limp the small blind. It was that bad, Yeah. but I got it all in with a flush draw and middle, no top pair against middle pair, a gut shot. And, uh, he obviously the gut shot out there and it was just drunk yeah, not hard. Right? That I did not like, yeah, not heart. Yeah. Oh, well that was my, my PLO main event ness. I didn't feel like it was bad though. I felt like I was proud of my play. I feel like it was a little fast. You thought it was fast. I didn't think it was fast because of the fact. Well, two reasons. One, I started at the first level, so I kind of got everybody in the first like two levels, like before the first break. Everybody really was playing pretty like shallow in the sense of like there wasn't a lot of big bets. There weren't. You know, it was like. I guess when there's 800 in the pot and you bet f- you're betting two thirds pot, it's fucking 500. Like it's not much, you know. I mean, like it was it was kind of very tame betting. And then it, as the tournament progresses, then the bet sizing and everything progresses at that point. And then people's chip stacks are progressing. So then of course they're pressing a little bit more and willing to kind of bet draws and and play draws. Whereas like in the beginning of the tournament, everybody's kind of playing that like we got to see where everybody's at. At least that's the way I felt. Um,
1: yeah. No, I mean, I guess you kind of played with a lot more chips than me, a lot too. I also so built I'll... a chip
0: stack so I could float sometimes and like, all right, well, there's three players in this pot. and I normally wouldn't call three K on this on a, you know, a, but I'm like, but I'm closing the action and I got, I can connect here. And if I hit the flop, I can hit it hard. And I did it a couple times and that's how I built a, you know, it, it, you kind of run it up at that point, but yeah, I don't think it was too fast. I think it. No, was, I don't think it.
1: I, I don't think it was too no. fast. It's just for a ten k. I don't know. I guess just the they just start with the big blind ante and everything now. So you got used to that. But.
0: And that is f- relatively new. I feel like that's just something last year that the World Series started doing was the big blind ante in PLO tournaments, which is confusing for a lot of people because you don't count the ante in the pot um, pre flop, but you yeah. count it post flop. So. It gets a little funky, and and uh, I will but say it has this,
1: to be that way because you couldn't, you shouldn't no, be hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm not arguing big.
0: that point by any means. I think it's the best way to yeah. do it. It's yeah. just it's confusing it to some people if you're sure. not aware of it. Plus, I will say the nice thing about the structure sheets, um, it, it says one hundred, two hundred, and the open is X, and they tell you exactly seven hundred, yeah. right? So it's three times the last bet plus the trail. Now in cash games, we normally round up the um the small blind and then we kind of round up or like the openings like 15 which is like so like there's there's things that happen that um you know in cash games that are a little bit different but all in all I it's had a really more good experience. precise yeah I had a really good experience I will say I was again I won't say disappointed but I was surprised by the dealer skill Um, especially for a $10,000 tournament I thought I was getting a little bit different vibe last year when I was playing the $1,500 Mystery Bounty. Um, and I was like, well, that's a $1,500 tournament. And for the WSOP, those are kind of the bottom of the barrels, right?
1: Yeah, right. That's Relatively
0: like, small. It's like a $40 tournament at CCG or at Paramount, whereas like out there the 1500s like uh, you're kind of playing like the fucking junior varsity tournaments. Yeah.
1: But uh yeah. Like there's a 10k version of every 1500. I thought
0: there would be a 10k version of dealers and there wasn't. There was a lot of times and again it's PLO so most people are the players especially playing in that kind of tournament they're comfortable and they're not nervous about what the pot size bet is. Um so you really didn't even have to do much. Um. Uh, Everybody knew what the pot was, or it was very easily attainable, even though the dealer would be like, 4,000. We're all like, that's not right. <laughs> Try again. And it'd be like, I oh, forget it. Fuck it. It's, uh, you know, it's 5,200. I mean, they would just, you know, some other person would say it, and then everybody would agree, and it would go forward from there. So,
1: but I was surprised. I will say that the dealers that couldn't count or didn't know they were... I liked that they were just kind of going with what the players were saying because it was right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a 10k. All the players are, but you know, not like arguing. Like I think it's something there. It's like, oh, okay, I'm 5200. That's what that's what these two guys are saying. That's what it is. Like
0: we're going 5200.
1: We're, we're going 5200. That sounds nice. I'm not even going to attempt to do it and tell them they're wrong and it's nope. actually 5300 or whatever. You gives know. a shit. It's like, like if you go. suck, know you suck. Embrace the suck and go with it. And it was fine.
0: All right, well, tell us about you. You came in uh, through level, what level? Oh, after the first break, so level first three. First
1: break, so level three. Which is 233? I think three? is one, two, I think it's 233, three, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yep, 233. Three. First off, I only had 8,000 cash and oh, yeah. more cash, and I couldn't go to the ATM, and Correct. I was trying to... Get like pay eight thousand on with in cash and two thousand on my Venmo card, and they would do that. And then I was like, "Well, how about I buy two tournament chips, and or like two tournament vouchers, and then add that to my AK cash?" And the guy's like, "Well, no, you have to use all tournament vouchers if you're going to use tournament vouchers." And I was like, "All right, well then I'll buy ten thousand in tournament vouchers." And he's like, "Well, you can only do that on one transaction." I'm like, "Okay, what if I walk up here with eight thousand, buy eight tournament vouchers, then?" Go to the end of the line and then come back and buy two thousand with my Venmo card and then I have ten and I get back out of line and I go through the line again and then I buy it for the main event seat. He's like, "Let me talk to a manager," and he's like, "No, can't do that either." So I just got straight up. I'm like, "Okay, then." So I text you. Got to get your last two K you got on your person. So struggle to get my money and then I got ten K and we uh, we buy in. We sit down. I immediately nick shulman was at my table and i actually recognized him first by his voice i was like man i know this voice and i'm like oh man this is the voice of the guy from poker go oh yeah that's nick shulman it was kind of like a reverse like i heard his like very tempered relaxed like tone of voice that he like you know his announcer voice and that's kind of how he talks yeah I i was like fuck i know this guy so then him and a couple other buddies were talking and i didn't really know them i ended up figuring out who they were later um but again you know it's a ten thousand dollar world championship you know you're gonna be seated with pros it's just like you know it's it is what it is it's like like one of the guys said in our group chats you didn't play a 10k thinking you were gonna get a bunch of fish at your table did you we're like no we know it's gonna be pros it's like (laughs) i wish i didn't know three of them by name
0: (laughs) yeah that's a little rough
1: but anyways so uh Sat down with 60k, 233. Three. Uh my first hand I played was um now. Do you just get dealt
0: in or like do you sit down in yeah, the big or you just sit?
1: Yeah, I, I just sat I just sat down and was in there like first or second to act. <laughs> and I just sat down and started playing. I would say like second orbit. I played my first hand. It was ace queen nine eight. Mm-hmm. And then it was uh Jack ten, 8 Flop the nuts, Queen Nine.
0: Hey, me too. I got fucked yeah. in that hand as well.
1: So it's jack, 10, 8, rainbow. I got queen, 9, with an ace in my hand for like the higher redraw. Which is always and, nice. Um, it's all
0: about the redraws.
1: A little bit of it kind of is. And oh, no, um, is. and this is how I'm saying like, um, I thought it was fast because it was just a normal raised pot. And it went like the guy in bat. And then I raised. And then he just potted it. and It was basically like 40K. And I started with sixty, and it's like, all right, I guess I'm all in. I flop the of nuts. I'm all in the first hand. Yeah. So I flip over my cards. I got Queen Nine with obviously the nuts, and the guy had Ace King Queen for like the upper wrap on right. Jack Ten. And now the turn came a King. And he had Hearts which, too, or this no, the, no, no, the no, it was Rainbow, Rainbow, okay, no, Rainbow, no, no, flush draw. And the turn came a King, which gave us both Broadway. Oh no! And then the river oh, came I a do break. Remember that. That's so nuts. we chopped so he chopped i mean i lose with an ace or a queen or i lose with an ace or a nine or a queen so there is there is a couple you know hands i would just be out on my first hand yeah so i guess i'll take a chop but he just like turned i was free kind of free rolling and then it just turns to where like i can never win the hand outright and he still can i'm set by getting free rolled on the turn uh which i guess is better than being dead but still so um then still, I would say either in two three three or in 2-4, like within this next like within this hour of me playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Queen 5-4-3 double and it's like these are the type of hands that like, you know, you feel obligated to defend your big blind with because you got the big blind Danny out there and they're only, you know, they're giving you such a great price and it's like Queen 5-4-3 and then you get the flop that I got of Queen Six Three, where you flop top and bottom pair yep. and an open ender, yep. and now you're playing in a four-way pot, out of position. You kind of just With shitty
0: cards. Sh- you're not but really you sure what the you shit, want, right? Yep.
1: But you flop the shit out of the flop, but yep. you got shitty cards, yep. and it's and and you know I got an open ender, and it both ways is to the nuts. So it's like, all right, at least I got eight outs to the nuts, and, and I got top and bottom pair, and it was just me and a guy to my right who I found out reverse how I found out his name. People somebody just called him by his first name and I figured out his last name. Uh, he's like a King's room like high stakes player. He's got a couple bracelets. He was firing a hundred K on across the board in baseball. So I mean the guy and mm-hmm. I was sitting there I'm like, okay, here here's like the guys I'm faced up against. He also had a really, really sick like gold Rolex with a gold face inside is extremely nice Rolex. And I didn't even know how to begin to look up how much it costs, so. yep. but I just decided if he's playing hundred K uh, a game in baseball, it's probably a pretty sick watch. So anyways, he fires the flop. I come along. He fires the turn. I come along. Um, queen <sighs> six, three again, turn five. So now I have three pair and like a weird gutter, like upper straight gets there. Seven, right. four. And I'm like, okay, but he bets small again. And now I kind of don't really want to hit my straight. I kind of want to hit my boat because I got three pair. Right. And then the river comes at deuce, which gives me two, three, four, five, six for a straight. And at four lines of straight out there, queen, six, three, five, two. So a four in anything is a straight, um, which I have, four, five. And then he checks the river. <laughs> and then now there's like 15 16k in there and i'm like man am i really going to be a nit here and and just like check back the second nuts last act when he checked me on the river into my head i'm like these literally i was thinking i'm like these guys would just think i'm such freaking nit i was like i gotta bet small here and then i'll if he raises me big like i'll just muck and so i bet small and then when i say small i bet like half like 8k into 17 and then he just like makes it 21. And I was like, well, if he didn't raise me big, he raised me small. This absolutely sucks. And I kind of priced myself in kind of how you did yep. with your, with your net. I mean, not to say that. Yeah, you just, you're never folding. With You have a no. much stronger hand than me there, but I have the second nut straight. And I'm like, all right, 13, 14 K more. I call. He had the gutter ball 7'4". Queen 7-4, so he was just betting the flop with top pair in a gutter and then drilled the gutter on the turn, and then Bet Small kept me in, and then I hit my straight that wasn't good enough on the river, yep. and then he check-raised me and kind of played it perfectly and was like, shit, I kind of just got on there. <laughs> yep. So instantly lost half my stack, down to 30K, or down even more. I think I was down to like 20-something.
0: Yeah, I think you were down to like 20-something at that point.
1: Yeah, so then now I'm just in like, well, this kind of sucks. I'm almost out, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, you um, went negative.
0: You went negative, Brandon.
1: I did, but I was like, and then, you know, I texted your sister and she's like, oh, stop it. It's the first, you just sat down. I'm like, you know what? You're right. So I went into straight grind mode, just dipping and dodging and weaving and trying (laughs) to get it anytime. Anytime I can limp or, you know, complete the small blind, even with a bad hand, like you can dodge uh, was, a wrench,
0: you can dodge a flush.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, kind of a lot happens here. I go on second break and we're down. Uh, this is where we get lost and we we'll didn't get lost. We got all turned around in the bathrooms and we made it back. And I remember being like 20 K you were still on here. This is right before your downfall. Yep. So you're sitting on I'm sitting. You're sitting with like 128. Yep. You're like, dang, Brandon, this sucks. And meanwhile, you're like, ah, I don't give a shit about Brandon. I'm fucking going I'm here. crushing. <laughs> <laughs> so so I remember getting down to uh, 12,000, 12 or 11K. I got double suited Kings. I think the blinds were three, five at this point, three, five. And I think I was able to like a guy opened to 15. And then I was able to like pot it for like 45 or maybe a little bit more like 5K, like half my stack, just getting it in King, King. 7 6 double suited, which this guy was a pretty tight opener. And I'm like, well, I could be running into aces here, but I'm like, I can't fold. I got 20 bigs yeah. and double suited kings. Like, you just you get it in. You and sure enough, he, I mean, he had a full 60, 70, 80 K stacks. So I mean, maybe he's just doing it with rundowns and stuff. Sure. And he's like, screw it. I'm all in for the 12 K I call. He flips over like shitty aces, but aces, like ace yeah. ace, 4 3. But four three of spades and that was it so i had like both suits live he did have aces whatever blah, blah blah um king in the window just bang king in the window flop top set and then he actually turned a four high flush draw and then bricked it so double back up up to 25 feeling good and um you know have finally have a little bit of breathing room lose another pot kind of instantly after that trying to parlay my uh my winner and i'm just kind of back in the same boat of 15 and i wait 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 15 15 14 13 12 finally pick up raggedy raggedy aces like worse than that guy's it's like ace, ace seven three no suit that's what it was ace, ace seven three no suit and it went like limp then a guy opened and then the guy to my right this uh this Keith Lears guy, he kind of three bets to like six or seven K, but now he's got like 200 K on 150 K. So, and so now I'm like, Oh, well this is my shot. So I shove my 16 K or 15 K in again, and comes back around and gets back to Keith. And he literally goes, I think I have to call. I hate when I say that he goes, I think I have to call. And I'm like, whatever. I'm trying to double up here. Like, and I instantly flip over my aces and he goes, oh, I said, I think I have to call. Oh, I forgot about I this. Call. Yeah. So he's like, I he said, I, said, I, I think,
0: I have, think to call. I have to
1: call. Right. But it was like, he made it, he opened 8,000 and I shoved for 14. So it was 6K more. Like he, he really does folding. have
0: to call. Yeah.
1: Right. And he says that. And then I flip over my hand and he goes, whoa, I didn't call yet. And, um, then they, the dealer called the floor, and then the floor gave me a warning for exposing my hand. And he's like, listen, he's like, I'm not angle shooting you. He's like, I'm calling because I have to call. He's like, you could show me aces, and I'm still calling, even though I have an ace in my hand, which he did. He's like, I'm never folding because I'm priced in. He's like, but I didn't say call. I was like, I'm not arguing. Like, Whatever, like, give me a warning. Sure. So I got a warning for exposing my hand too early.
0: Which is which hilarious.
1: Was, which is hilarious. So anyways, he does call. He has king. He has ace king nine six. Uh flops a nine, turns a king, and then I counterfeit him on the river with a board pair. Ooh, so double Brando's up again. Still Brando, Brando's still alive, and I'm just winning, just gobbling these small pots. So See, now I'm back to like 30.
0: And that's your third all in that you survived now?
1: That that was my second. Okay. There's second. one more incoming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So so then now I'm at like 20k, and the, now Nick Schulman got moved, but this other super wizard pro Sam Somerval uh who ended up getting final table in this tournament he gets moved into oh, wow. the same seat as Nick Shulman and um he's really nice nice guy from Daytona Beach Florida but um we start talking and he was kind of pretty active and he had lost some of his chips and I would say I was now down to 22 k ish 20k in the 20k range and um blinds were now three six I think three six and um, I ended up um, three betting him small. I ended up three betting him small with ace seven six five double suited, like just kind of you know, you know, spicing it up a little bit. And then he just like four bets gets it. We end up getting it in. He four bets. I'm like, screw it, I'm gambling, I'm riding my rush here, like, I'm still battling for a 40k stack here when i'm seven hours into the tournament and starting stack 60 you know so i'm just ready to just i don't want to don't want to say double up or leave but i was just i'm ready to take the flip here for yeah. a 50k stack and he ended up having ace king queen seven so it kind of sucked we we're sharing the ace and the seven but i had the six and the five and run. so it was basically like my low cards versus his high cards we're both sharing an ace and a seven i flopped a pair of fives and just held <laughs> for wow. 50 yeah yeah so it was like I flopped a pair of fives and a gutter and then I turned hearts and then he river it just river came a brick and like he need, he needed to hit a king or a queen because I flopped a five so his ace is no good and his seven's no good so he needed to hit a king or queen then I turned heart draw and I had a nut flush draw with my pair and my gutter he's just drawn to like a nine heart king nine heart queen so pretty lucky I mean I, I looked it up it was like uh, 60-40 him so I got it in bad there and it happens. And, and, it's a PLO though. It's a PLO anything can happen. And so now I'm like, here we go. I finally got 50,000. Like, you know, that you have now, I think I had more chips than you at this point. And we're like even because you had gone through your spin down right as I'm spinning up. But yeah. I had won three all ins and I was still didn't have a starting stack. Yeah. So I was kind of proud of my like battle. I did get it in once Gambly there to get it up to 50 and but besides that i felt no. pretty composed i mean
0: let's be honest if 60 40 is your worst fucking uh worst all in like that's really not that bad like i've I seen mean, the, I, the kings
1: yeah the kings the kings versus aces i was like 38 on that one too but again that was just a product of the situation like, correct that's double suited kings with 20 big blinds in a poker tournament you just ate
0: you're both. just gonna do it yep
1: right okay so now 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 it's it's nice and it's juicy and unlike you who kind of had a slow bleed it's just all over for me here um i honestly want to say it was the same orbit as i got to 50k with this a765 that i pick up in the cutoff jack jack 77, seven, jack seven of diamonds um the guy to my left um uh jewish fella he lost a pretty sick one where he got it in with top set and hearts and the guy just got it in with a pair and the guy went back door like gutter ball non-heart against him so he was kind of tilted and a little steamed and but like was still composed and had chips like he still had more than me but um so i opened jack jack seven seven jack seven and diamonds in the cutoff. the small blind three bets me that's this guy that's kind of a little bit and then the big blind cold calls which is the sam silverville guy Mm -hmm. and and then so now it's back to me and when i say i probably opened to like i think it went 1500 to or maybe it was like 1800 by me up to like 6200 and then a flat call so it was like 4200 or 4400 to me to like make a 20k pot So in my mind, I'm like, it's 4K. There's 20K out there. I'm still going to have, you know, 40K behind, maybe a little bit more. I'm comfortable going to a flop here with Jack, Jack, 7, 7. It's kind of going to be like, I flop a set or not. And again, I'm kind of ready to just chuck it if I don't flop a set. Right. And if I flop a set, we're going to play a big one. And sure enough, Jack, 5, 4, 5, 4, Diamonds. Uh, So top set Jack high diamonds for me and the small blind guy leads and the big blind folds and he leads for like mm, kind of smallish, but not that small. I want to say like 10, Mm 10 K and I'm just like pot all in. I think uh, pot was pot was 46 K and I had like 42 so I'm potting all in. He ponders for maybe like five seconds and just calls, rolls over aces and diamonds, and just turns an ace.
0: <laughs> I'm just drawing that. Just turns an ace. That's it. Game over.
1: That's it. Game over. Hundred and ten 110,000 chip pot after grinding and winning every small all in. It just all came crashing down, and I was out. Would you say
0: if you had to rate, would you say that you were completely outmatched in that event, or you felt pretty comfortable with playability-wise? Meaning, I, you know, what were your, what was your feeling? I know you thought it was a little fast, but again, you lost. Yeah, I I thought it was early. Yeah,
1: I thought it was kind of handcuffed to be able to do anything. Yeah, but I could certainly see, you know, like the guy to my right, like. You, there is. He was extremely comfortable playing one paired hands and you know, kind of shittier connectors. You know, trying to spin up a stack. And I don't think it was like there was that much crazy stuff happening that was like above the rim poker. Right. I don't think I was completely outmatched.
0: Yeah, I don't think I was no. either. I felt pretty comfortable in my play. Um, obviously, we both kind of. You got to remember, sand.
1: a lot of those big names, they're holding guys too. They're just playing ten Ks because they're rich,
0: right? It's them, you yeah. Know, it's, it's, it's our specialty. Us playing six hundreds, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. So I'd go play a six hundred no limit, even though I'm a PLO guy.
0: So that's the bad beat stories from Vegas. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode. We're pushing about an hour, yeah. which is about the maximum I want to talk about it on a podcast. Um, next week, I think we will do a, another podcast about the secret tournaments that you should know about when playing at the WSOP. And Brandon and I came up with, I think maybe the biggest diamond in the rough from, yeah. from these events. And I want to save it for next week because it's probably going to be another 20 or 30 minute episode about what we found out. So stay tuned for next time. Episode 86, the secrets of Vegas during the WSOP. Um, I'm very excited about that, but either way, team CCG kind of came out swinging. We both took a shot at a 10 K PLO event that, uh, you know, was top end top of the the numbers of what I'm ever willing to gamble on in one one swoop and swoop. I still felt good about it. I'm still on board with playing this event next year. It was very cool. I will end with this. It was very cool to play an event. Obviously I got to play with Alex Foxon, who has like 29 million, 800,000 in like th- three bracelets, a couple of rings, like massively awesome player. He was talking in the first level to a producer from the F one show on Netflix about doing a, behind the scenes poker player one, you know, they did that F one series and they did full swing. Um, yep. And now they're talking about doing a poker version of those. So that was really cool. And that's when I first was like, Oh, this guy must be somebody because apparently they don't ask nobody's to be on the TV show. And then I was like, Oh, maybe if I play really well, they want me to be on the show. <laughs> but uh, either way, Oh, Johnny Chan was at the table next to me. He looked very thin. Um, I saw Eric Seidel in the event. Uh, it was Yeah,
1: Negrani was in there It was cool, Maybe. I mean
0: um, It was a very cool event to play in I'm very excited that I got to play in it And I'm excited to play again next year And hopefully fare a little bit better uh, You know, you always gotta be learning Apparently that's a thing So huh. I felt like uh, I felt like I learned some stuff about myself And my PLO play, very happy with it Anything I else just, to add?
1: I just wanted to win
0: I wanted to win too, it'd be nice I wanted my yeah. picture with a bracelet and wear it to all the CCG early bird events. Hey, what my goal we only was. wore
1: his ring for a year, so you can wear your bracelet. I wear my for bracelet for at
0: least two years. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Make sure you see us this weekend, uh, either in Texas or Chicago. Come out and play. And uh, yeah, we will catch you next time with the secrets of Vegas.
1: CSOP opener. Yeah. This weekend.
0: Uh, this will come out on Thursday Less night. Chicago. So, Come and see us this weekend. We'll be around, and uh, we'll be out in Vegas next week for the main event. I am not playing, but I will be doing some of those secret tournaments that I talked about and cash games, and it should be a good time. So we'll see you next time. Farewell. Farewell, everybody.